Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. My name is Jeremiah, and I'm here with my co-host tonight, my lovely wife, Bridget Stringer. Say hi, everybody. So, uh, John couldn't make it tonight, so I am hosting the show with Bridget. She's never been on here, and I know she's excited. And I'm really excited, actually. Maybe a little nervous, but she has been on the live stream before. I have. I'm not super worried about the live stream part. I just, you know, don't want to say anything stupid. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. We can't edit it because it's live. I know. (laughs) Got to be real careful. (laughs) Yeah. If you mess up, you just keep going. We're just here to have a good time. Speaking of, we are here to have a good time with a certain someone, the handsome devil himself, Mr. Tim Buckley. How's it going, dude? Hi, Tim. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. That countdown music was a bop. That was some good, uh, some <laughs> some good stuff. Did you guys hear it on your end? Yes. Yes. Well, John, um, he used to be a master musician, and I think he composed that himself. Now I can't tell you that. That's a lie. But he does pick up the music, uh, pick it out every week. We use Epidemic Sound. Have you heard of it? I have. I have heard of such a thing. Well, if you haven't heard of it, uh, basically. It's a music service that you don't get copyright strikes if you subscribe to it on YouTube whenever you put it in your video. Yeah, so John, uh, he made us a little countdown and some graphics and stuff for tonight. So huge yeah. shout out to him. Uh, but I'm digging it, John. All, yeah, he does a good job. And we're, I don't know if you can see the comments on your end, Buckley, but uh, we have a bunch of people in here and they are commenting away. <laughs> look, at, look at what Doc Watson said. <laughs> John Kelly looks better. Well, that's ob- I mean, he's older than I am and looks young younger, so that's just truly a, a fair a fair play, Ben. <laughs> yeah, funny. you'll have to share the good ones with me because I uh can't see them. And I don't want to no. touch my screen for fear of messing something up and leaving the stream. Yeah, I don't blame you. Not tech savvy. Well, uh, Ginger Gnome, who you know very well, and uh, got to hang out with her over the weekend, and you and a bunch of other people that we're going to talk about here in just a minute, also says hi, Bridget. I saw that. Hi, everyone. But yes. uh, Oh, John is joining us in spirit here. Oh, we're so happy to see you on there, John. You missed it, Rusty. Uh, But anyway, yes. So, Buckley... You, me, Bridget, Ginger Gnome, who we have uh, coined. Some of us call her Donkey. I don't think Mr. Backpacking with Jason, sir, likes that term. I think that he thinks it's kind of derogatory. What do you think? Well, I think he is one of the sweetest, most gentlemanly men I have ever met. So I would clearly see him as a role model in that respect. But Sarah is like the most free-spirited person ever. And when people hear the backstory behind it, it's basically based off of a cheap Chinese brand name knockoff shirt that she wears a lot. And it's a term of endearment in her case. I don't think it bothers her. Well, Aww. I couldn't agree more. Sarah Blue, little donkey. I just like yeah. colors. <laughs> <laughs> so, She'll go uh, by any combination. Before we get to um, this insane weekend that we're all fortunate enough to have um, out there together, <laughs> I want to uh, visit something that I just watched. You literally premiered like 30 minutes ago, a video. And if you haven't watched it yet, can you tell us the short of basically what that was about? 
Oh, uh, well, it was trying to put the beauty of Oxier Ridge and uh, our tour guide, Jeremiah and Jason, uh, brought us to a lot of different sites uh, into a 15-minute video and relive the memories for the rest of our lives, hopefully. Um, but yeah, Oxier Ridge, Red River Gorge. Uh, we did an overnight there before we joined the YouTube gathering. And uh, Jeremiah and Jason, they hiked with us and we ended up in a spectacular campsite, just uh, it's one of my favorites just because of the views out there and the lighting and the sun, sunset and sunrise are both perfect. Yeah. Magnificent. Dude. Yeah. Trip faced. So I'll, I'll tell everybody a little bit more about this um, kind of precursor to the trip. I was on fall break this previous week and starting back work today and Bridget, she was on fall break as well. So here's what Bridget wanted. She wanted to take fall break and basically paint our basement and uh it we got half of it done yeah most of it's done and it looks good and i i know i shouldn't brag but i showed quite a few people and they all seem to like the new color (laughs) it's a beautiful shade of gray (laughs) look he he saw the picture i'll show him jeremiah scrolling through them showing me all the corners all the beautiful paint painting you guys did it was lovely well, Thank you, Tim. I didn't want yeah. to do it because I knew it was going to be an awful job because we have tall ceilings in the basement where it's built on a hill. And uh, Jason kind of hijacked me on Tuesday. So I talked to him Monday and he was like, hey, man, I am planning on going on a little trip with uh, Buckley and Donkey and Mike, OG Mike. And um, he's like, why don't you come? And I was like, sure. And then I pulled up and you three... We're there hanging out in your new minted van. Fantastic. You have, and you have a new truck, so I had no idea. I just thought it was some guy coming up to ask for directions or something. And it's Jeremiah! It was yeah, awesome. I didn't even think to tell you guys ahead of time. Uh, I wasn't really planning on it being a surprise for me to go to. Not that it's much of a surprise, but it turned out to be... Uh, a blast dude. we got some highlights so red river gorge if you never heard of it we talked a lot about it on this podcast so i won't go super in depth here but that first day we met up at oxy ridge trailhead and then backpacked out the star gap arch and unfortunately i forgot to show you li- the living wall so now you have an excuse to come back oh know? we'll be back we already know this perfect so uh, we checked out star gap arch and then we connected Star Gap to Oxier Ridge. And um, let's see, what did we check out next? Courthouse Rock? Uh, no, we did went to Double Arch. Oh, and, Double Arch. And Snake yeah, Face ahead. or whatever that thing is called. Snakehead. Thank you, Bridget. <laughs> I watched the video, like the part of the premiere, and you mentioned it in your video, Snakehead, Tim. Yeah. Y'all walk right okay. past yeah, we did. I saw the like formations, but I didn't recognize it as like the looking like scales until I took another step back when Jason caught me before I missed it. But it was really cool. Well, it's easy to miss. Somebody had stuck a stick in the snake's head to make it look like a tongue. Somebody stuck a rock up there. Y'all should check out Buckley's video if you want to see this. Stuck a rock up there so that uh, it looks like an eye of a snake. And that was right before Double Arch, which I swore I had never been to, but I think I've been to now three times. I could be wrong on that, but it's funny uh, the things you forget. Because I'm, I'm like you. I think Jeremiah. I don't remember like the labels of things or what they're called. And then when I get there, I'm like, oh, maybe I have been here. 
-hmm. Well, there's so many arches in the gorge that I don't know. Sometimes, like you said, it's hard to keep track of the names of them. But then you're right. After we hit double arch, we connected it. Oh, we backtracked a little bit, connected over to Oxier Ridge, and then checked out Courthouse, I believe. Yeah, Yeah, we hiked up to the bottom of it and then went around the back to that petrifying side. Yeah, for some reason, he is obsessed. He's obsessed about going to the part where none of us are brave enough to climb up. I don't know. I don't know why, but I've been up there multiple times with him. And every time I'm like, are you wanting to go out there? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, how far? And he's like, till we can't go anymore. So I guess he just wanted to show you that too. But well, I it's had... a... Go ahead. Sorry. It adds that element of uh, adrenaline, you know, like this is what it could be. I'm already scared the way it is and then you get up there and like oh what i've done so far is nothing compared to what these rock climbers do because i didn't want to attempt that one like the first step like i don't know where they began even now i would do i was harnessed in i would definitely try it but i don't know i'm not brave enough either but i really do when i told mike i was like mike come over here um i was like dude this is the part where we gotta climb up i was like you go first i'm gonna give you a boot he walked right over there and I really yeah. thought he was going to climb it, but <laughs> he's such a good put on, dude. He totally yeah. fooled me. None of us were really brave enough to climb it. And if you fall, that's basically like 200 feet to the death. I don't know if you've yeah. been up there. I have not. I have not been up there before. Well, we'll have to go with Jason. There was, there's probably six, six or eight times where we were like 200 feet to the death if we made one false move. But I'm overly paranoid about such circumstances, well, I think. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're uh, not wrong. <laughs> and, well, there's a lot of cliffs in the gorge. Signs all over the place. Um, yeah. So oh. after that, we went to um, Oxier Ridge and also checked out Haystack. And I will tell you, Bridget, uh, I had told her I was going to be home probably around 5 o'clock mm-hmm. or 7 o'clock, somewhere in there. I was like, before <laughs> dark. But I think that uh, it kind of pushed us over the edge, us going up to check out that that extra place. Because Jason and I were hoofing it on the way back. After we showed you Haystack, and then y'all went to the campsite, yeah. dude, we were booking it. And I was like, well, you knew that all weekend my knee was kind of hurting me. It's one of the first trips that I've been on where I was like, I don't know if I can do all this hiking, even the day hiking. But right, just uh, gritted it out, and Jason and I made it back. And then... Um, we we're able to meet up again this weekend. We got some people in the comments talking about it. I keep accidentally oh them and I'm just cracking up over here and trying not to laugh out loud about some of them. Well, uh, John, if you're wondering why he didn't join us, he said that he can't talk tonight. No voice, but uh, hopefully it'll be the best episode ever. Aww. I don't know. Sweet, it's humble John. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He is such Feel nice better, guy. buddy. Um, I also thought I, I lost the comment, but Girl Plus Dog Adventures said oh, uh, that was so funny. <laughs> I cracked up at that. <laughs> she said, Oh, here it is. Here it is. I found it. it says, Wait, is Buckley moving into Jeremiah's basement? Are the rumors true, Buckley? Does she does she know about these rumors? Because they only started on trail and I I invited myself to live with the stringers, um, because we're kind of nomad transients and I thought maybe spending six to eight months with them wouldn't be any big deal, but Jeremiah very tactfully and gracefully 
uh, told me that that might cramp their style a little bit. So uh, well, still negotiating, still negotiating. I was very clear. I was like, dude, y'all have to come down to the house. Um, you can stay in the guest room. And uh, I was very clear. They get two nights. Oh, okay. I think I missed that conversation, to be honest. But I'm welcoming you for sure. Thanks, Bridget. Awesome. You're welcome. What time? Check in, check out. What are we talking? Because, you know, two <laughs> nights in a hotel is like you don't get to get there until 3 and then you have to leave by 11 a.m. Are we talking like 48 hours or, Let's you know, see. get there at Friday at 5 and we have to be gone by noon on Sunday? I'm thinking, you know, no earlier than 4 on a Friday, right? And then on Sunday, you're out by like 9 a.m., I think. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I'm more of a. I don't like the Sunday to be 9 a.m. I'd prefer more yeah. 11, but we'll we'll talk. We can negotiate. Actually, was, on Sunday we do get up and go, so maybe we can make that work. I'm just kidding. Well, I was thinking uh, 3 p.m. check in, <laughs> or if you pay extra, then mm. uh, you can check in a little earlier, maybe even then. All right. Mm. All yeah. right. Pretty cool. No, but, that cramps my style. I never feel comfortable entering anybody's residence without them being home. So I'll wait till uh, you get there. Probably a good idea. Our dogs might attack them. That's true. We don't want Ooh. our dogs. To yeah, that's good foresight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this weekend, dude. So Bridget, she can attest to this too because she was she went there as well and stayed the entire weekend. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. A lot of fun. I was so yeah. excited. Uh, Bridget, she got to meet back up with Melissa, who has a YouTube channel called oh. Unlikely Hiker. What was that like, Bridget? So me and Melissa first met back in June on our Smokies trip. And I think we were the only two girls on that trip. So, we, you know, automatically we connect because everyone else is a dude. And she and I just had a blast talking. And to be honest, I wasn't planning on coming this past weekend. And I didn't know Melissa was going to be there at all. So it was a big, nice surprise when we got to see each other um, and catch up. It was super fun hanging out with her. We had a blast together. And Ruby. Ruby was epic. Her oh sweet little God. dog. I just love her. Ruby. So well behaved. Yeah. Ruby. <laughs> I, I, I wish <laughs> maybe our dogs would be like that if we let them off leash. I don't know. But Ruby, she did fantastic. Dude, we. So for those people that are uh, not experienced with like cloud splitter and Indian staircase. That's two of the things that uh, we got to check mark off the list in red river gorgeous weekend. And Ruby, who is um, unlikely hikers dog does a lot of adventures with her. I suppose she, yeah, all the time. she ran straight up the rocks. Oh my gosh. It was amazing seeing that dog. She was so impressive. Did you get Did some you... video of it? Cause I, that was my lazy day. I didn't go. <laughs> I was gonna yeah, I was gonna right. ask you the exact same thing. But I think yeah, you're right. Maybe backpacking with Jason or Metro on the move might have gotten some Ruby footage. With that yep. many YouTubers, I'm sure somebody caught that. There must have oh. been eight or ten of you. How many people do you think mm -hmm. were there this weekend? Well, I heard a head count of twenty seven, but at any given time I don't think everybody was in camp at the same time. So it was probably pretty hard to get an accurate one, but I'm I'm sure it was every bit of twenty seven, don't you guys think? I counted. Yeah. It was twenty seven. Oh, oh maybe that it? was Bridget's count I heard. It was it was me. <laughs> I well, trust her math teacher and she bounced around the campfire and like glued the whole camp together because she made sure 
everybody was in the conversation. So she's the most trustworthy source. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I agree yeah. with you. And uh, <laughs> I Tom, agree with you. <laughs> Tom says, and Chris says, uh, yep, 27 as a total. Brian might have that been the one. That sounds scientific enough. First. And I was like, hey, I wonder if he's right. And so I went and just counted everybody. I was like, sorry, I'm in your conversation. I'm just counting. <laughs> Mike says, only 27. OG Mike. OG Mike. That may yeah. be the most people that I've ever been on a trip with. Because yeah. a lot of times it's hard to fit that many uh, tents and hammocks and stuff up. You know, anywhere, if you got 27 people, unless, you know, you can pay for a site or something and maybe fit everybody. But we stayed out at Hanson's Point both nights, and uh, that right there is a gym of its own. But being able to fit mm -hmm. all those people close-knit yeah. together. That's epic. It was really cool. Hanson's Point is always beautiful. No matter when I've gone, it's been beautiful. It was the yeah. best I've seen it because it was cloudy when we went last year so it was a nice treat to have all that clear weather and yeah it's magnificent well i saw a comment um man i can't remember who who put it up here but it was a poop comment and uh that. buckley about two minutes before we started the show we established the fact that you have been on here before so you know mm -hmm. that uh sometimes we talk about the nasty old puppy. I'm a loyal viewer and listener as well, Jeremiah. So I know that this happens every week. <laughs> well, Jeremiah loses the game. Hey, Doc. Doc Watson asked if there were any poop stories from this weekend. Did Jeremiah lose the game? And uh, I knew that we were going to places with like pit toilets every day hike that we went. So basically, the plan was. Nicole hikes a lot. She has a YouTube channel as well. And she uh, basically put this whole shindig together at the gorge and invited a bunch of people. And of course, a bunch of people showed up. And um, I knew that we were going to kind of basically establish a base camp and then do some day hikes and stuff. Um, and we could just leave our stuff at the base camp. And mm -hmm. I knew that every place that we were going outside of our base camp was going to have a pit toilet. But I don't know why. Sometimes I take the most garbage food on backpacking trips. So I'm I'm an idiot, and I bought uh, like two bags of Halloween candy before we oh. left. And Bridget, she got out a quart size Ziploc bag and just starts stuffing it full, full of chocolate. And the worst part is, is I didn't. Well, I might have had one piece of chocolate from her, um, her bag of chocolate stash. Yeah, and I'm, I just made my own and then ate all of mine. I don't think I gave you one bit of chocolate out there. I don't think so. That's a so, shame. The first night, Bridget and I, uh, we were able to watch about 10 minutes of Game of Thrones. <laughs> We've been re-watching it. Yeah. Um, we put it up in the tent loft, and then I was like, hey, are you still watching it? And she was like, oh, sorry, I I totally fell asleep. And then she told me the last thing that happened. So while uh, she was falling asleep and we were watching game of thrones i was eating a bunch of chocolate so in yes. the morning the next morning i was like there's no way that i'm making to making it to this pit tool <laughs> so oh, doc no. watson that was a very long uh answer to your question but uh the short answer is i lost the game but there was a poop trail on out the poop uh, <laughs> yes did you go out there too 
One time I had to visit the Poop Peninsula, yes, and I was on my tippy toes the entire time, like a minefield. Yeah, you had to watch it out there, but I found a, uh, it was like a drop-off, so I went over toward that direction, and about 10 feet in front of me, while I was out there doing my business, the clouds in the valley were slowly rising up, the sun was peeking through, shining down in the trees magnificent i'll give it a 3.5 star poop oh i had a 1.5 because i went into deep camouflage mode there on the left side of the trail you know where it's real thick i figured nobody uh-huh. would venture back in there so it'd be safe to find my own private spot no views i had to actually make sure i found a clearing just big enough to sit in oh well that sucks well, yeah Maybe. you can't win them all man if you had, um, you know, a little wildlife during your poop, maybe a squirrel running by or a wild majestic deer or pooping next <laughs> a wild. to Yeah, wild majestic <laughs> deer or pooping next to a pond like I pooped up from uh, a glacial lake in Colorado and saw the fish swimming by, you automatically get a bump Ooh. of two stars. If, if you have wildlife involved. So I hear on a sliding scale of one to five on the poop. Is this officially created or is this in the works? Uh, well, to be honest with you, I don't really know. I think that um, maybe different people have different rules. We had our own rules whenever I was doing the long trail, and that's kind of where I discovered this game. But uh, that's been a couple of years, so I've totally forgotten the rules and just started making it up as I go. So, so honestly, the, cult, the poop culture varies based on geography is what you're saying. I think it, it based on geography and population. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes total sense. Population probably being the bigger factor. Well, we have a poop comment <laughs> by Jared from outside comfort. Hi, zone. Jared, miss you. He says, uh, <laughs> I once pooped right in front of four zebras, two elephants and four families. And then I was asked to promptly leave the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, oh that is funny yeah witty jared's always witty always. and uh tom's asking is the same is this the same as buckley's food scale so what is your food scale buckley what's he talking about there well i'm always flattered by all these folks and i mean that genuinely that uh rave about my food scale but is the least uh creative food scale on the face of the planet it's a scale of one to five and uh calling it buckley's food scale seems overly <laughs> flattering to to a degree maybe but back to you jeremiah do you use the same scale for for pooping the one to five i use the well it's stars so not a rating as in one through five it's how many stars that your poop earned I do star. Mine are stars too. I believe it's interchangeable for me because, as you oh. know, I don't really stick to anything rigid. So, well, as long as it's quantifiable, I guess it's fine. Well, what if you have an incredible poop that's a four-star rating, but you also see a deer? Then do you just it only gets it only gets bumped up to five, or does it go to six? Then it tops out at five. You got to put some parameters on life, Tim. But what you said, Jeremiah, is that if it was a Say say you had a four-star poop. It would otherwise be a four-star poop without any wildlife, right? And if you saw a deer, you would get two points. Not two two points, two stars. 
Two stars, excuse me. See, I told you. It's interchangeable to me, but you, you're, you're dismissing the point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, look at what the, look what Ben is saying. Ben McMillan says, you guys should design a poop app to save your poop ratings. I yeah. honestly feel like this has been brought up before in a previous conversation. An app for the poop ratings and it tells you all the different ways to get a higher poop scale. I remember this conversation at some point in the previous. It seems very possible. Yeah. Doesn't it? Well, we, being, we could have a poop it. rating app and a poop map. And oh. probably take over the world. If we had both. I think, uh, <laughs> is it I San Francisco? So. Is that who like, is that the city where you can poop wherever you want? Or is that just propaganda to keep us on the East coast? Man, that can't be true. No, I'm, I'm sure they do poop wherever they want, but I don't know if they can. Okay, people, in, so we're on live stream right now. Um, yeah, somebody Google this. Yeah, somebody um, somebody let us know in the comments, is it true that uh, San Francisco, there is an app that it kind of shows you the different places where there's a, a bunch of feces, and I, I'm almost 100% sure that San Francisco, homeless, yeah, not just a bunch of feces, the legality of it. Is it legal specifically? Not just if there's a bunch of feces in the streets. Does it change? Oh, look at Ben. Ben with the super chat. Thank you, Ben, for donating to the cause. First <laughs> round of funding for the poop app. Well, it's your officially off the ground. I just made that up, but uh, Ben has pre-ordered the Jeremiah Stringer merch which I, I saw earlier some people commenting that uh, I still haven't made merch and the rumors are true. The merch still does not exist. But, I keep uh, trying to get him to because I think that it would do really well. I really do. Well, right Bridget, now. I have a question for you. Let's cut Jeremiah okay. off. Okay, okay, go ahead. So <laughs> I, I know Jeremiah, I feel fairly well. You know him far more intimately than I do. Do you think that the merch thing is, do you think he's resistant to it? Because that's kind of, if somebody tells him to get merch 50 times a week, he's far less likely to, to do it because of that. I think that he is resistant because he doesn't want to put in the work to make the merch. If I'm being honest. Oh, just pure laziness. Interesting. Really? Now I could be 100% wrong. <laughs> you know, he has a good head on his shoulders very financially savvy young man over here. And maybe financially, it's not a good decision to make merch Ooh. right now. I don't know. Well, I think I can only profit from merch. I'm pretty sure. So financially, it you would help. To pay to do the things. No, I don't think that's created, the way it works. And then to buy the materials. No, I think that uh, used to, if you're doing YouTube and you're wanting to do merch, um, if you wanted to cut some cost, you could like order a bunch and then people order it. Like you order a bulk amount and then people will order it from your website or whatever. And then you spend a lot of time packaging and shipping that. Yes. I'm pretty sure. But so you don't have to do that. Thing. You don't have to do you that. Can you can yeah. also do it directly from Teespring, which is yeah. a company that you, but the quality, I don't want to, Speak ill of companies on your on your podcast, but the quality may be something you want to check into before you do that. But that's something they just literally send it to the people that order it from your Teespring page yeah. that you can so link onto your channel. You just create 
the design and uh-huh. then put it on this website and then people can order whatever with that specific mm-hmm. design. Yeah. Yeah. And what I, I could... found is that you have to go with the like absolute premium, meaning that anybody that were to buy a stringer sweatshirt, for example, would probably be paying, you know, probably $60, but the, the inexpensive things I found that was, wasn't the best. Yeah. That that's Yeah. If, if people are willing to support you in a way that they are buying merch, like right now I have, this is a birthday gift uh, from Bridget to me. And this is the album cover um, by Tyler Childers. All Yorn, I believe is the name of the album, or that might just be the lead song on it. I haven't looked into it, but anyway, if people are willing to support in that kind of way, then you don't really want to uh, sacrifice on the quality because if they are going to you're always competing for time. We only have so many hours during the day and Mm -hmm. you know, you're either trading your time for money, AKA a job, or you have spare time and you can do whatever you want with it. So anybody that's doing YouTube, you included, we're all volleying for people's time. And I think that sounds very valuable. So I haven't uh, decided to take the time yet to, I don't know, order basically samples. I think that if you really got down to the nitty gritty of it, you'd have to order samples of the different yeah. shirt, whatever Good style. Call. I think spread shop is the one that John uses. I think he used Teespring in the past and he had some quality control issues like you had mentioned earlier. And uh, I would have to order from the different ones and, and get, I don't know, basically try all the products. And I don't really know how to do that without uh, wearing my own merch. I guess I could just get whatever I wanted on the t-shirt, but I have an idea though. Okay. Hit me with it. You could do Jeremiah Stringer hikes, pencils and erasers and notebook covers and then sell them at school. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that 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 might be illegal. I'm not sure. That is a, uh, a conflict of interest. Conflict of interest, (laughs) perhaps Bridget. I I don't think that the state of Kentucky (laughs) government would uh, really love that. No, you're. I love the idea of him peddling his t-shirts from his desk, though. Like he'll have a drawer, like small, medium, large, extra large. Dollar for a pencil. I'm thinking of the pencils, like with your logo on it, and it's your head, and the kids would be like, "I'm sharpening your head." I don't know. It's just really. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Oh, that could be. That'd be funny. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that would be really funny <laughs> yeah but i don't think i can do it i um i don't know it's always uh, you feel great that people are willing to support you and stuff but it's also a little weird because you're just a normal mm-hmm. person i always think and don't take this the wrong way um i think and i'm not saying that this is me in any way but anybody that you know, you hold to a higher standard or um, like like me, I don't ever want to meet my heroes because I always feel like you're going to be disappointed. So like uh, we, we went to this YouTube meetup thing and um, I don't know, I've been doing YouTube a little while and most of those people kind of knew who I was and stuff and I, I talked to them, but I always try not to disappoint. So I don't know. It's a little bit vain. Maybe it's the, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't really call it integrity, but it's weird. It'd be weird for me to wear that stuff and mm-hmm. and see how, maybe I could just let Bridget wear it. What a humble response. 
Yeah, humble. That's the <laughs> word I was looking for. But anyway, yeah, yeah like YouTube meetup, talking to all the people and getting to know them. That was super fun. And uh, hopefully I was good enough conversationalist while I was out there that nobody's disappointed in us hanging out. Seemed like everybody had a good time, though. They did, Jeremiah. Fun. Like just meeting everybody, walking around and talking and hearing where everybody's from. And that was a lot of fun to me, just getting to see new people and meet them. I really liked that. Yeah, I literally almost cried when we left Miguel's because Nicole was kind of tearing up. And even Jason was like, I was like, this is tough to walk away. And he's like, he's like, he did this gesture to me. Like, don't look at me right now. <laughs> but yeah, like, and that is humble of you to say, Jeremiah. But, you know, you that's part of what the whole YouTube experience is like has taught me. And I'm sure you even more so having done this a little bit longer than I have is you walk into that situation and there's. I mean, I don't know, maybe people there with 80 subs and maybe, you know, you were on the upper end of that thing, but there was no talk of that whatsoever. I don't, I'm sure maybe there were some side conversations about subscribers or videos or something along those lines, but it was just like an insane amount of camaraderie for 27, you know, otherwise what you'd expect to be maybe kind of egotistical people that film themselves and all those types of things. And I don't know, I did a lot of pondering on the drive home but just exactly how profound it was to like have made a connection with almost everybody that was there and you do a fantastic job of you know people were excited to see you i i was excited to see you the first time i met you as well you're somebody everybody's watched you know reviews and got advice from and you're there in the flesh and then it turns out you're actually even more hilarious like just your laugh alone makes me about pee my pants especially when you really get into it so yeah man and and bridget came like i said she's she and Sarah both, I think, could probably take take a lot of credit for kind of going around and making sure everybody felt like they had a chance to talk to everybody. And I think a lot there was a lot of that going on from a lot of kind people. And I'm not going to speak for 20 minutes on your podcast, but it was it was phenomenal, you know. And I bet you guys probably agree. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And I'll I got to tell you, man, you're one of my favorite people to hang out with. I can't wait to our next trip. Oh, uh, the feeling is mutual. I mean, we gel well together, Jason. And I mean, you don't want to start name dropping all these names because for fear of hurting people's feelings. But I feel like that's a, that club grows too. You know, you two are kind of the, but the first time we hung out, it was seamless and all of us had a great time. And uh, that keeps repeating itself every time. So after three or four times, I think it's safe to say we probably, we've established a, a brotherhood, you know? Yeah. And I also think that, uh, well, I'll just speak for myself. I was so excited for, I didn't even know Melissa was going to be there. I was so happy. And to see her. whenever um, we took this smoky strip, there's a bunch of mm-hmm. us on it as well. And uh, that was like the first trip that Bridget had taken, I think, that had a number of people yes. that kind of did YouTube because. You know, sometimes Bridget and I will take trips together and I'll film. Sometimes I won't film. And uh, she got to see a lot of that from other people. But um, that Smoky Strip, her being able to hang out with another chick on the trail was, <laughs> I don't know, it's just different than yeah. it just being only us. So I was so excited to um, introduce it to introduce her to Sarah Blue. Oh, I just, and she's wonderful. I just love her. She was so nice. And honestly, the whole time, everybody is so supportive of each other. And I'm like huge baby when it comes to the trail. And I was just so grateful that 
these brand new people that I just met were so nice and, and helpful and encouraging of me and um, all of my fears. So that was really nice. And that made it a lot more fun for me. Sure. Yeah. I'm right there with you. So yeah. Cause we want Bridget to come out more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, Chris, he knows what's up. That hacking guy. Mm-hmm. Sarah is a rock star. Totally true. Yeah. It is. It is indeed. Uh, yeah, she. If you don't know of Sarah, she has a very small frame, and she might be a hundred pounds. I don't know. I haven't asked her her weight, but that would be my guess. Jeremiah literally picked her up, for example, uh, <laughs> when she couldn't get up this tall rock, and it was like some like a monkey picking a banana up and just set her down like by one arm. <laughs> anyway, she's she carries probably twenty pound pack, maybe more, and she is a probably a faster hiker than I am, but yeah, she is, she's awesome. I'm glad she got along with Bridget and uh, many more trips to come, hopefully. Absolutely. Well, we were just joking around, but whenever we were headed off to do Indian Staircase and Cloud Splitter on uh, Saturday, I believe it was, we were jokingly like, Mr. Backpacking Jason and I were like, well, we're just hoping to... um, see a nice big fire whenever we get back here y'all collect plenty of firewood etc and then we met hoot on trail or on the trail coming whenever, into camp yep he was coming into camp into hansons and we were headed out and we bumped into him and uh we came back you all you and hoot and maybe some others too i, don't, I wasn't there to witness it but you all had literally cut cut some giant trees dude and we walked back into camp and i could not have been more happy to see i don't know how big around those logs were but they looked like uh, yeah it was, awesome. it was hoot's idea to start a long fire and then and that's the reason i stayed back and it was bizarre because i've never gone backpacking and spent an entire day sun up to sundown at camp um, so I stayed back because I a lazy and B I knew Hoot was coming in. I hadn't seen him in a year, and yeah, he was this motivating factor. Sarah helped out. Mark from DMS. I think Jeremy got some real big logs. A Todd. Yeah, it was definitely just kind of we chipped away. We had all day. It was you guys were on a long hike, so we would take very often frequent breaks. Uh, but yeah, by the time you guys got back, it, a little bit adds up, right, Jeremiah? Every little bit, man. That was the first trip that I think that I've been on where, uh, like, either me or Jason basically didn't take point on the fire. Like, I didn't have to cut a bunch of wood. The first night, I think we we cut a little bit. But other than that, you all pretty much stole the show on that one, man. It was the least we could do when we took a zero day. Oh, Bridges, want me to show this comment? I just feel really special. I feel not. I feel important. It says, it "Makes me happy." Uh, out, outside comfort zone says that was such a fun trip. Talking about the Smokies, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bridget was the glue that kept the group together, and nobody could keep up with unlikely hiker on those trails. She was good. Everyone was good though on that trip too. Man, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and also Thanks, circling, Jared. circling back to uh, we were talking about the poop. In the streets in San Francisco. Ooh, do we got an answer? We got an answer. Uh, I lost it in the comments, but uh, oh, here it is. Charmin, no, up above. 
This is that it? No. no. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> okay. Lost again with Jim says that that app does exist. The app on the avoiding poop, but it's not legal. Now, I haven't checked my sources here. I'm assuming that Lost Again with Jim is uh, correct. I haven't researched a whole lot on the whole poop situation there in California. But He's I, a I smart dude. I think he's from out west, too. Well, then I'm sure he knows. We can trust him. I trust him. We will <laughs> spread this to the world. So what did you, how would you contrast the uh, staying at camp since that was your first time, you know, taking a trip like this and then being like, yep, I think it's going to be a camp day for me. And then uh, you missed out a little bit on the hiking, but you got to enjoy a different world. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it was really, Sarah and I are both indecisive to begin with and her ankle was a little stiff. I don't know. We probably hiked 17 to 20 miles. We did nine or 10 with you and a couple in and out to camp. And then the day, a second day. So I don't know. Anyway, we're, we're kind of wore out. And I, who texted me at 1.15 a.m. when I woke up, I saw he said he was on his way. So he drove through the night. And uh, I don't think he'd mind me sharing, but he uh, sent a text at 6 a.m. saying that he was pooping in Slade. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, so I knew we were going to cross paths and I wouldn't see Hoot until, you know, six o'clock or whenever you guys got back. And it was just like so hard to decide what to do. But yeah, then Hoot showed up a couple hours after you guys left and we spent the whole day just hanging out together. So I don't regret it, but not normally anything I necessarily want to spend an entire day at camp. But I like getting at camp. I'm like you and Jason kind of I like to get to camp before supper and have time to enjoy camp, too. But mm-hmm. an entire day there wouldn't be something I'd make a habit of. Yeah, and less hoops there. <laughs> dude, dude is such a character. If y'all haven't checked yeah. out his YouTube, dude on the trail, um, he in his spare time he likes to go to these like Renaissance festivals, and I don't know, it's kind of like dress up but role playing. And he has like the movie beard. quality. Oh my gosh, dude! He, Jason, um, he was looking for who one of them i guess their past didn't cross but i overheard them talking about a guy the most jack sparrow guy that jason had ever seen and who was like oh that guy was a scrub i have there's <laughs> i've been to so many of these things dude it is unreal Ooh, he's a real character man he's fun to hang oh, out oh man yeah he's i always say he's like the new dose keys guy he's like the most interesting man on earth he just yes. he has so many stories and he's not full of full of beans he's completely you know his his stories are true. I've known him long enough to know that you can't make that up. Plus, it's on Facebook. But yeah, he's a pirate. He's a Roman Catholic priest. Sometimes he's Krampus at Christmas. He's like, it's all just like the most elaborate costumes you could ever imagine. I've seen him part of the Knights Templar. <laughs> I, I've seen. Yeah, his Facebook is such a fun follow. He's a good yeah. guy. Yeah, and he's a. Uh, beast of a hiker himself too i mean he's no slouch and i'll i'll share that he is old he's i won't tell his age but i shared a birthday with him last year in south dakota he came out to hike with me and i thought it was a certain birthday and i asked him this trip and i was 10 years off he's actually 10 years older than i thought he was oh my god so yeah i had no idea because yeah. he could yeah like me yeah oh yeah he's a he's, he's a he's a fit he's a fit young man yeah, walk mm-hmm. on. So walk while uh, while you were at camp making the fire and all that, 
did uh, most of the people head off and do Gray's Arch? Yeah, I think the only people remaining were Mark from DMS Adventures and Sarah and I and Hoot. And then some guys split off from your hike, shorten their hike to come back. It was OG yeah. Mike and uh, Jeremy and was it Carlson and hiking guy maybe? I don't know. But yeah, senior hiker and uh, nice Tom snap. Walker and all those guys went to do the to do Gray's Arch. And yeah, senior dude. hiker hiked. I heard senior hiker hiked eight miles that day. Dude, I wow. it is unbelievable. Good so job to him. I had talked to yeah. Senior Hiker 77's his YouTube channel. Um, him and Kevin hang out a lot. And is it Kevin's atypical hiker? Isn't yep, that that's YouTube? correct. Okay. So I have watched some of their videos and I talked to John, who is like his real name, Senior Hiker 77. I talked to him on the phone a few times. It's been a while and it was such a pleasure getting to meet him exactly what you'd expect the charles south carolina accent and he i i first of all highly impressed because he is how old is he seven i believe 81 80 he started he started his channel when he was 77 hence the tag but yeah he's 81 now so that is amazing. He's 81. And Gray's Arch, um, I mean, that's not a super long hike, but that is a fairly be, strenuous hike. Especially once you get up closer to the arch. Do you remember last time that we were out there? Yeah. And tell everybody uh, what mm-hmm. happened. We, um, I don't remember, we were with, is it Miyagi and Trips, maybe? I can't remember who we were with. We were with another couple, oh, I think. Oh, I think Dan and Haley, maybe. Was it Dan and Haley? Yeah. Either way. We were with another couple, and we got down to the stairs to go down to the arch, and they'd stopped us because there was a bunch of rescue people there. I can't remember what happened, but somebody, they slipped and fell, I think. Mm-hmm. Dislocated their shoulder. Yeah, and so they were trying to figure out a way to bring them down on the stretcher and then back up the stairs. They had ropes tied off, and they were stopping people. It was a, it was a big ordeal. There were tons of people there to help out, though. There's like yeah. 30 workers. And this was an, an older person. I, I mean, I don't know their exact age, but we saw them. They had, uh, you know, a dislocated shoulder. They had them on the, the stretcher, the gurney, the, the old one wheel that you used to take people out of the woods. And uh, that is a strenuous hike. And there's also, if you climb up into Gray's Arch, have you been, Buckley? Did y'all get to check that out? Yeah, we took it the second day. We took the rough trail. Okay. Um, and then we hiked. To, up from the bottom in that big canyon or cavern right below gray's arch and hiked up to the arch itself and oh you went yeah, inside it was gorgeous it's beautiful yeah. Gray's is wonderful it's one of my favorite um places to check out in red river gorge I yeah really like it but th- whenever yeah, you're spectacular whenever you go into the arch there on that wall on your left as you're walking up and in those rocks are really really sharp like sharpest razor blades like if mm-hmm. you if you hit and you slip and your arm just goes through there, it's going to slice it open. So I was highly impressed. Um, all all those people that were kind of hanging out at camp with you that that split off and done that that loop, I mean, that's, that's a good hike because it's two and a half mm-hmm. miles just back to kind of where we parked from the campsite. So, yeah, I don't know. So they had but, to hike that twice that day, plus the out and back to Gray's Arch. And senior, well, uh, senior came back to camp, and he went uh, straight to his tent put his feet up and took a nap for a while, but he popped right back up faster than I may have. I mean, he was out there in, in another hour and then he stayed up pretty late too. But yeah, I was yeah, so he, excited to meet him and Tom and 
those guys I've been watching and seniors, obviously probably an inspiration to all of us. I mean, I'll be super pumped if I'm still backpacking when I'm 81. That's what I do, man. And how about Kevin writing the songs? He had multiple songs. RVA Hiker Girl. <laughs> yeah. He had a song, got a song about her. That was fun meeting her, too. Yeah. I feel bad because I know I'm going to forget um, to mention some people on here. But uh, yeah. So RVA Hiker Girl, he had a song for her. And mm-hmm. He had a song. He had a great voice, like oh, John's yeah. commenting on here. Kevin has some lungs on he does. him. Yeah. Big old baritone. Yes. And uh, he had a second song. I can't remember what the was Red this? River Gorge Blues. Yeah, that they, was, that was his third song. You, uh, in one of them. <laughs> yeah. The Red River Gorge Blues was the ode to Jeremiah. That's what I thought. <laughs> I yeah. yeah. So I came back, I came back to <laughs> camp after uh, we had done Indian Staircase and we did Cloud Splitter. And uh, <laughs> Those were tough. Kevin. He he's like, oh, uh, we had a little time to kill, so we we had a little help. We wrote a song about Jeremiah and the Red River Gorge Blues. If I'm not mistaken, J.K. was the one who um, helped Kevin write that song. Yeah, pretty th- sure yeah, about I, that. <laughs> I think Nicole helped. There was a few people that were helping with some rhymes, I believe. Yeah, and it was funny. It was so um, fun. I can't quote it on on this podcast, but. I know that uh, Hoot was playing the harmonica too. Oh, he was. Yeah, so <laughs> he's so. Talented. I got it on film. I even got your face. I got a Jeremiah reaction face too. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll probably make my next video. <laughs> uh, something to check out for sure. The harmonica added a, a nice touch. I don't think that they practiced that. I think that was just off the cusp. Um, but, it was because the first time Hoot chimed in, Kevin paused for a brief moment and started laughing. And then after that, he was he flawless with, with, with Hoot's improv. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> it's crazy. What a jolly guy. What a jolly guy. I loved him. Oh, yeah. Sorry. There's a, there's a comment that was made earlier that I just want to make sure I mention really quickly. Um, OG Mike said that he likes your backdrop, Tim. Oh, oh thanks, OG Mike. You know, Jeremiah talks all humbly uh, about his merch and things like that. I carry a backpack and several items with my own logo on it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, hey, this backdrop is uh, as creative as I could get in the space I have. Sarah and I haven't uh, really got down to business on finding a place to do this kind of stuff because I don't do a lot of talking heads or podcasts, but we make it um, work. It's more she has these fancy lights. Oops, this side. The fairy lights are his favorite, I believe. Yeah, that's all Sarah. <laughs> um, speaking of Sarah, you all spent some time and found a van, and I checked it out. First of all, the van is lower mileage than my truck that I recently purchased. Yeah. And I got to got to check it out the first day, and then uh, the last day, what are y'all planning to do with this van? Are y'all going to do some little vagabond life or what? Uh, that's TBD, but, uh, Sarah nerds out, um, maybe almost obsessively about, she, we've been looking for a van for a long time, you know, something inexpensive. And she stumbled upon the fact that it's a 2005 Chevy Astro van and it's all wheel drive. And they have this cult following, uh, for being really easy to repair and they last a long time. They're a good little size for a camper rig. And, uh, 
we just got it a few weeks ago. So she's been looking at all these plans and probably will possess more talent than I. I'll do the, any of the, uh, the easy work to help her out in any way I can, but yeah, hopefully we'll build it out right now. We have a, she had a twin bed with this old metal frame that fit like perfectly in there with about maybe a foot and a half or two feet in, to walk in between. So it's like a temporary rig. That's actually quite comfortable. We haven't slept in it yet, but she uh, illegally slept in it most of the way home from Kentucky. Oh, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> I told her we should get some ratchet straps or something, just like strap her down to like the bolts in the floor or something while she's sleeping. But we didn't have time. I just drove <laughs> super safely. Uh, yeah, Tim, he's not going to figure out the logistics or work on it, but he will show up and drive. <laughs> we came up on we came up on some traffic. I don't know if she remembers it because she only kind of squealed and grunted a little bit. But we were coming into Cincinnati and traffic stopped out of nowhere. Um, and I had to lay on the brakes far harder than I would normally want to. And I swear she, her head like hit the back of my seat. Like the whole bed kind of half slid forward. <laughs> Oh. And she didn't miss a beat. I stopped at a restroom to pee or a rest stop to pee, and she didn't. Uh, she didn't even wake up for that. So she was. Well, zapped. She said that she's living yeah. on the edge in that circumstance. Yeah. If I, I would have taken a hard right turn, she'd have rolled right off the bed. Oh. <laughs> she's so loose. Rat- <laughs> right off. Yeah, ratchet straps. You think it's a good idea? You too. No. Uh, I don't know if that's no. a good idea or not, but uh, I disagree with that idea. It's got to be better than uh, <laughs> flying through the windshield from a head-on collision. Yeah. Well, maybe no, it is our, a- our ultimate dream is to find something. I mean, we choose to live uh, poor could be the word you use or very uh, low budget. And our ultimate dream would be to find something remote that we could live on the road. And I, I she and I spent 30 days in a Subaru together. On, we were in tents and things on and off as well, but uh, that van is like a hotel room compared to the Subaru. I'm, I have no doubt we could live in it at least on a like year-long road trip or something like that. That'd be the dream. But first, well, we got to find that job that will accommodate that dream. There. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, mobile work now, though, so I, I think that you can figure that out. Yeah. I've done mild amounts of research. What I want to do is find something that pays me like a hundred grand a year to work like fifteen hours a week, and I'm just having a hard time finding that. Yeah, keep looking, kid. <laughs> yeah, be- keep looking, kid. <laughs> I like that idea. If you find it, please share the details with me because I too would enjoy such a thing as that. You know, well, maybe I just y'all- need to find something like really like eight twenty grand a year, and then I'll have Jeremiah be my like uh, trustee. I'll just send my paychecks to him and he can dole out my money for me to make sure I make it through the year since he's so good with money. (laughs) (laughs) We're joking around on the hike and uh, Jason's talking about how cheap I am. And uh, I was telling him, (laughs) you know, we have kids. I'll I'll give the kids two coupons a week for Kool-Aid. You get two glasses a week and you can spend them on any day you want and it resets on Monday. But don't bank them up because they're only good for a week. I'll manage your money, Tim. Don't worry. Terrible idea. Did did one of your commenters potentially tell Sarah to uh, do something to me while I was talking? Yes, they did. I see that comment. Mm. Is this the comment um, that you're talking about? No, that's not. <laughs> that's not. No. <laughs> 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 
over because she's out. Buckley's in Jeremiah's basement. <laughs> it must no, have been Mike, Mike OG, probably. It wasn't. He came over and. Go it was ahead. almost an assault, whoever did it. I could have been hurt. <laughs> you want me to show it? You should. Yeah. Ben yeah. <laughs> McMillan says, then tickle Tim just off camera. Oh, <laughs> did, I show, did I show it or did I play it cool? Because there's still no proof, right? There's no proof, oh. officially. Oh. So I didn't show it on my face when she came over and, and tickled me? I, I totally missed so. it, so I guess not. I uh -huh. heard I heard the movement. It's all you kind of scooch away, but that's all I saw. Well, she did follow through. She's sitting right over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's I, so funny. It's so interesting. I wonder what uh, Sarah first thought whenever she had met you. And Oh, wait. She already knew about your YouTube channel, right? Before you all had met. Yeah. Long story short, she... Uh, lucky for her, of course, she stumbled upon one of my videos. I think it was just some review. She was looking for a budget tent or something. So it's like a really extreme twist of fate. And I think somewhere along the lines, we wound up following each other on Instagram because she does a lot of photos. And uh, I don't recall, but we just started chatting about uh, Michigan because she had some Michigan photos and I was hoping to backpack there. And then long story short, she wanted to backpack. And she came to visit me to backpack in Minnesota. And it was two weeks of dreary cold weather, so we didn't do enough. And then she came back, and our second date was like 30 days. Oh, what an interesting. <laughs> wow, that's that awesome. That's really cool, though. Well, I was just thinking, yeah. I was wondering what she would think about you doing YouTube and all that, but she already knew, man. I'm I'm a little I'm a little bit jealous of the free-spirited life that you all have, and I don't know. If you want to go out, well, that's what out and uh yeah, that's what put us together. After we spent some time together in close proximity, we realized that we mesh well, you know, so we just decided, I mean, what's the harm in giving something a try? And both of us are in, in our 40s, so we've, you know, argued, we had some relationships in our past, and it's like, we like each other a lot, so why would we wait around to, you know, tiptoe around things when we just spent 30 days in a Subaru Forester and everything was a blast. At that point, I knew she wasn't going to kill me. I mean, that was my first thought. <laughs> 30 days, she had every chance to, you know, put me out in my sleep or do something, but she didn't. So <laughs> we absolutely love her and we hope that she keeps. Oh, oh my. Oh, that was sweet. Oh, I love that. That was so nice. Oh, that was cute. That's some heavy-duty butt kissing there, huh? Right on film. <laughs> you earned that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was awesome. That was really cute. Yeah, that's a good way to end it, man. End yeah, it on man, we always go to an hour, and it seems like it just, yeah. I love really talking to you guys. Oh, my yeah, gosh, dude. that was so fast. I can't wait to our next trip. It's only because Ben's sleeping. Yeah, shout What's out to V. He's keeping up in those comments. What, you, what are you about to say, Tim? I don't know. Sarah's saying something in my ear. Oh, was it not? Send me a custom food bag. She said, no, oh, we're not telling Ben. Oh, you did. Ben. Oh, oh. Custom oh. food bag. So it wasn't even as sweet as we thought. Oh, ben. Ben McMillan, you shyster. Oh, oh, Sarah says I was picking that bag, man. I was like, oh, that's so cute. 
Oh, by the way, food bag. Ben, we um we did use your hangers, your backpack oh. hangers on this trip. What did you think of them, Bridget? Those were awesome. It's really easy to use and super lightweight. And the speed hook? The tree. Yeah, it's very nice. Is that what they're called? Yeah. The ben, it's... I don't know. It's to hang your backpack up around the tree. Yeah. I had mine hanging on the tree by my hammock. I'm really sad that you didn't notice because um, we all had speed hooks and we didn't even get a chance to talk about it. Well, but yes, they're awesome. So busy, so busy having fun that <laughs> gear. Oh, but I did try out some chairs. Uh, Sarah says, honestly, I didn't even see that till after I kissed him. Wow. Uh, yeah. You got the best of both worlds. Oh, I cute. Well, yeah. Get the bag and get the glory yeah. from the kids. But yeah, anyway, um, it's been fun, man. I'm going to shoot always, you a text. always. I'll shoot you a text, and we need to uh, see if we can find some time to get on a little. Yeah, trip I want a list of dates for my and check in and check out times for my invited weekend of only two days. Uh, <laughs> very soon, we love hanging out with you. Two nights, three days. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that sounds even. Ooh, okay, yeah. Amenities. I mean, you get a shower and a, a bathroom right. all to yourself. We got a Keurig too. I mean, it's well, wonderful. and you have a free Uber driver and me. I'll take you to all the places. We can go to raging clubs, and you'll have a safe ride around. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I, yeah, there's a lot of places I can show you around here. I don't know if there's raging clubs, but there's definitely Daniel Boone. Well, we can go bowling or something, and. You can drink case, like pictures of bush light all night long. I told Jeremiah when we were coming up, when we were on our way back, and he told me that he had invited you guys up for a weekend. I said, well, do we have to go hiking this? Oh, she doesn't want to do any hike. I, you know, like no. just a little hike, maybe. That'd be fine. But, you know, mostly I just want to hang out. What is too no, be... outside of the trail? That's what I want to know. Let's dig in. No, that'd be fun, actually. I mean, we Sarah and I also like to, you know, mix it up too and that'd be an awesome i mean we really enjoy your company so i think i think it needs to happen on a more non-hiking level we can maybe take a walk down to the lake by your house or something that you always talk about but that would keep it little miles yeah yeah no packs you know that'd be great eat at at restaurants (laughs) yeah restaurants (laughs) yeah let's do it well, all your people are going to be uh, thinking that you're breaking your own rules of over an hour here, Jeremiah. So you better find a good breaking point. Maybe that's John Kelly's job most of the time. Oh, yeah. John's got to wind me down. <laughs> me too. We'll, we could all three probably go for hours. but Yeah, I agree. Hopefully everybody enjoyed on the live stream. And if you are uh, just listening to the episode, audio only, we love you too. And... Uh, Bridget, you got anything else that you wanted to ask Buckley or say to him before we get out there? Um, it's been super fun hanging out, and I'm super excited for the next time that the four of us get to spend time together. So this has been super fun. I, uh, I've i enjoyed this a whole lot. I'm glad we're both brave enough to do it when Jeremiah asked, Bridget. This is really fun. <laughs> Look at us go. We're so brave. Yeah. Well, for me and Bridget and Buckley, we bid you all farewell. And everybody have a great night. Bye, guys. Thanks, everybody.